Today, Your Money, Your Wealth is all about, you guessed it, Roth conversions. Joe and Big Al discuss converting from a thrift savings plan, doing one giant conversion or converting a certain amount each year based on your age, and the math around the taxes related to a Roth conversion. Plus, just how much can you contribute to a traditional IRA after making all of your retirement account contributions? How many Roth accounts can you have? Has Big Al mentioned that he's a vegan? And we'll top it all off with a quick derail at the very end. I'm producer Andy Last, and here are Joe Anderson, CFP, and the vegan himself, Big Al Clopine, CPA. Gary, he writes in from Rochester, New York. I'm just going to jump right in We're going to get now. right into it, huh? I am. Okay. He goes, hi, Joe. Great show. He's, because this was just specifically towards me. Oh, that's why you did this one first. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm just going to listen to your answer then. <laughs> he goes, it's very edu- entertaining and educational. He's a financial junkie. Gary is. Love to read and listen to anything related to financial and tax planning. Started out with a dozen of radio financial podcasts. Now, this is the only podcast I listen to weekly. Oh, Gary. Look at that. In podcast number 249, of course, I remember that off the top of my head. Yeah, we talked about Roth conversions. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and we probably talked about some other Uh, (laughs) Roth contributions, baby. Good, babe. You subjected people... Rolling over their 401k into their brokerage IRA account when do a Roth conversion. I do remember that. I think, Andy, you and I did that show. 249. I think he means suggested. Yeah, I know. I'm just reading what he wrote. Then do a Roth conversion. Yeah, but let's let's get the English right. You you suggested people roll over their 401k to a brokerage account. To an IRA. And then do a Roth conversion. Okay, thank you. And then Gary said to himself, Wow! This is brilliant. Right. Great idea. As a federal retiree, it's a pain in the neck to withdraw money from a TSP. You need to fill out a bunch of forms, get it notarized, send a fax in, blah, blah, blah. It's time consuming. When I just about to follow your advice, something is telling me this may not work for me and my wife. are both 59. We live in Rochester, New York. I know New York doesn't tax my TSP distribution. However... If I roll over my TSP into a brokerage IRA, then convert it to a Roth, I will lose New York tax exemption. Will I? Question mark. Okay, will I? <laughs> we still have $1.4 million in TSP, needed to be converted, four hundred k in Roth, 150000 cash reserves. I may go to the top of the 24% tax bracket this year so I can convert everything before the GA and TA ends. Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017. Ah, I love it. In 2025. Uh, we will collect Social Security at 870 with our pensions. Uh, we'll probably don't need much more of our TSP savings. So he's going to live off of Social Security pensions, Big Al. Sure. Uh, keep up the good work. P.S. I've come from a long way. Came to the U.S. in 1982. He sp- didn't speak any English. Worked in a Chinese restaurant. 12 hours every day. Hated it. Hated it. Yeah, I don't blame you. Oh, I love it. Just smell that Chinese food all day, <laughs> all 12 day. hours. I'd just be so fat. Yeah, would be awesome. <laughs> what would you eat? The Kung Pao chicken or oh, the everything. sweet and sour pork? I don't care. At all. Yep. <clears throat> he went to college in 1994. He joined the Postal Service with his wife in 1998. Took the road less traveled. It made all the difference in the world. Well, Gary... Uh, congratulations on your terrific success 
And I believe it was the Chinese restaurant for 12 straight hours. That was the start. That gave, was, gave him a great work ethic. Yeah, it was like, get me the hell out of here. <laughs> I'm going to deliver mail. Are you a big Chinese food fan? I, I used to be. I, no, I, I, I couldn't eat it. I used to be, and then I became a vegan, so it doesn't normally work. I you guess, could get the veggies. I guess I could. But they're also, it's loaded with oil. Do you like stuff. to s- throw the vegan card out all the time? Uh, once, it affects how he eats, Joe. Well, it's since, pretty much since, everything. Since you asked me. It's like, well, I'm a vegan. <laughs> That's why I'm going to live longer than you, even though I'm 17 years older. Because <laughs> well, I'm a vegan. That's right. Oh, boy. All right. Let's answer Gary's question. Okay. So, so, we, so he, he's thinking... Get the money out of the TSB to his his IRA. Because well, I remember the show, yeah. and what my recommendation was is that you don't have to take the money out of a 401k or TSP to do the conversion. You could directly convert from the retirement account into a Roth IRA, no big deal, but it's just kind of a pain in the neck. Right. you got to fill out forms. you got to do all this other stuff. If I, move, I said, if it were me, I would move it from my 401k into an IRA. And then have my Roth IRA at the same custodian. Yeah, so it's much easier. It's much easier. I'm just saying, hey, convert twenty thousand from this IRA, put it in this account. Boom! I do it online. It takes me five seconds, and it's over, right? And so he's like, yeah. Gary's thinking, Joe, smart guy, right? Brilliant. But then he's like, whoops, maybe might not work for me. Well, Gary, just FYI, I live in Southern California. I live in San Diego, so I'm not up to speed. On New York tax law. But you did some research. No, I just know this. (laughs) (laughs) I I beg the difference. I don't want to put me out there as a source. (laughs) (laughs) What do you know? (laughs) Oh, boy. I believe it's a deduction. He's seen, do I lose my New York tax exemption? Yes, you would. Um, Well, it's out of retirement accounts. You get 20 um, thousand dollar deduction if you're married is forty thousand dollars, and it comes from all retirement accounts, not specifically the TSP. What my understanding of the law is. Okay. So would he lose it? Um, my understanding is no, um, but I could be wrong. I would contact a tax attorney or a tax specialist. <laughs> yeah, don't, in New Gary, York. don't listen to anything Joe's saying. <laughs> the answer is we don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know there's a deduction you yeah, get, but but if if they're well, so here's what I do know uh, is if you're in a company pension plan in the state of Hawaii, it's tax free. I do know <laughs> you that. Know, and if you go to Guam and That's order right. a chicken, so Gary, if you move to Hawaii, <laughs> but it's still a TSP. Here's what I do know. It's, it's a TSP. So I'm it's a still, vegan. Still doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm lightheaded. What you, give me a break. <laughs> no, Gary, I have no, no idea about the tax law in New York, but what I do know yeah, yeah. is when I move to Hawaii soon. Yeah, that's right. It's coming up. <laughs> anyway, yeah, check with a local expert on that one. Because if, if there is a benefit that you'll lose from doing this, you may you not want to do, do it. it. And, that's, and you're right to, to sort of have uh, take a pause on this. But here's what I would do. Is that he's got $1.4 million, I believe, I think is what in he said. In his TSP, yes. Yeah, it's still in his TSP. So maybe he does, um, I don't know, how old is he? 59, right? So he's got another 10 years. He doesn't need the money. Right. He's living off of Social Security and pensions. Maybe he moves um, $700,000 of the one point four into an IRA. He right. keeps $1.4 million in there. He converts the $700,000 over a 10, 11-year time period or be- before the the John Ta, the jobs. 
Act. <laughs> the Jobs Act. I never heard it. TCJA. Uh, the Tax Cuts Jobs goes, Act, yes. Yeah, Jobs Act. J- Jata. The Jata. Jata. The, the Jata. Jobs Act Tax Act. Jobs Act Tax Act. Well, that's, we knew you what know? he meant. It's, it expires in 2025. So he could take a partial, right? So just to keep his conversions kind of easier versus if he's going to do, let's say, the top of the 24% tax bracket, that's a pretty big conversion, Gary. Um, so just kind of take a look and say, all right, well, how much money would I want to convert over the next 10 years? Maybe you take that out of the TSP, you move that into an IRA, you keep X amount of dollars in the TSP so you wouldn't lose any type of tax exemption that he believes he might have by keeping it in the TSP, which I believe it would still work in an IRA. Yeah, and it's just a tax deduction okay. from the state of New York. But we're not sure. But no, yeah. don't quote me on that. <laughs> Please consult guess. your tax advisor. Now, if you had a California question... Or Hawaii. Yeah. Or Hawaii. <laughs> uh, but a couple of other things, you know, so they changed the law, right, on on TSP with when it comes to taking distributions out. It was like you had one year to do it. Um, or, I mean, you could only take a distribution one um, once a year. And th- there was all sorts of different types of restrictions. Sure. So they changed that. But there were some surprises that I saw. And this is federal, not just New York, right? Yeah, federal. Yep. So with TSP, some drawbacks remain here. Uh, There is no stretch option in a TSP. Did you know that? Did not. So in an IRA, if you pass away, the beneficiary can stretch out the tax liabilities over the beneficiary's life expectancy. Currently. Currently. That may change <laughs> that next could, year. <laughs> that could change. But right now, if if you know good old Gary passes, hopefully not. Yeah, but if he but does. But he's got $1.4 million in the TSP, TSP plan, his beneficiaries may not be able to stretch that if they're non-spouse. Um, so I thought that was like they, couldn't, they, they can't do a 72T tax election right. in a TSP. Um, you cannot do um, straight to charity. Uh, from your required distribution, qualified charitable distribution uh, out of a okay. out of a TSP. Okay, so look at you. Yeah, a few other things to to consider. Is that a recent article you're quoting, or was that something written ten years ago? This is called. Uh, this is November 2019. Okay, good. We're up to date. <laughs> we just, are. Just ask. We are solid. So, um, if you got money questions, don't ask us. <laughs> Please don't ask us, especially you know, only if you're from Hawaii. Yeah, that's what I'm good at. That. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, so we got like 12 pages of email questions. So where do you want to go? Well, let's talk to Andy. Where does she want us to go? Because she put it all in order, and then we up, we blew it we up. Started with totally blew the whole we thing. Started up. with page five. You want to go back to page one? I was going to say, why don't you why don't you stay on page five and do ZC from Washington State? Okay, ZC right. from okay. Washington State. Let's do it. Right. I don't even know where the hell page five Page five. Got it? Okay. But boom. Okay. <coughs> ZC. ZC. That's kind of a cool name. That's a great name. From Washington State. Hmm. Hello, Joe, Big Al, and Andy. I have a question regarding 401k and IRA. I am participating in my company defined contribution plans, Roth 401k, and after-tax contributions within the plan. This year, my contribution in company match will total $62,000, which is maximum allowed. With that in mind, can I also contribute $7,000 to my traditional IRA on top of the $62,000 that I have with my employer? Thanks for the great educational show. ZC, 
Well, first of all, Al, let's talk about the 62000 she is claiming she is contributing to her plan. Yes. So there's that. Because most people would, even our four way doesn't let us do it. Be like, <laughs> they told us we You're couldn't. crazy. So let's talk about that. So, first of all, uh, an individual can contribute $19,000 to their 401k. And then there is a $6,000 catch up if you're 50 and older. So $19,000 plus six is $25,000. That's the amount you can contribute. That would be either to a deductible 401k or traditional or to the Roth 401k or any combination getting the $25,000. Now, then if your employer does a match, and or a profit sharing uh, component to this, it can get as high as as fifty six thousand in total going in for you. So you contribute, say let's say twenty five if you're fifty and older, and then the the employer can get up to fifty six thousand. Actually, if you're under fifty and if you're fifty and older, sixty two thousand. But there is another way to do it, which is not commonly known, and that is some four hundred one k plans allow after tax contributions to get up to that 56000 or 62000 And it looks like that's what's going on because in parentheses, Roth 401k plus after-tax contributions within the plan. So ZC, she's, or he. Yeah, we're assuming ZC is female. I'm not really sure. I don't know either. I don't know. Z- what, whatever. ZC. So one thing we know about ZC is uh, he or she is over 50. Because, yes, because so ZC is putting 6, in the, yep. and so this is a really cool strategy that ZC is doing. Yeah, I agree. Is that all right? So she, it looks like ZC is putting the money into the Roth. And ZC, please write me back to see if you're a boy or a girl, or male or female, <laughs> or you could be whatever. <laughs> it's just cracking yourself up today. Oh. And so what ZC can do, so, so Roth 401k plus after-tax contributions within the plan, so those are after-tax dollars. So what you can do with after, after-tax after dollars within a 401k plan, because they've already been taxed, you can convert those directly into a Roth IRA with zero tax due, because you've already paid tax by going into the plan. So it's a giant way to get a large amount of money into a Roth IRA. We call it like the garage back door, you know? <laughs> it's the garage door. I, I think that's a different name, but I forget what they call it. It's a giant back door Roth. Mega Roth? Mega Roth door Roth. Mega Roth. Mega back door Roth. That's what it's called. So at, yeah. in a, at any rate, so twenty sounds like $25,000 is going into the Roth 401k. And then a number X number thousand dollars to get to sixty two thousand is uh, after tax. And you're right, so that can be converted directly to a Roth IRA. It depends upon your plan how soon you can do that, though, right? Because if you're fifty nine and a half and your plan allows an in service withdrawal, you can do it each year. But if you're under fifty nine and a half and your plan does not allow in service withdrawals up to that point, you may not be able to do it. Yeah, it's always up to the plan document. Um, and then I guess her main question, or his main question, um, is $7,000 into the IRA. Yeah, you can do that. Of course. Sure. Because it's diff- it's a different number, different uh, limitation than the 62000 So, yeah, go for it. It's all up to um, adjusted gross income and age at that point. Yeah. So, yeah, so you have to be under 70 and a half. And then so if you're under 70 and a half, you can still contribute to a uh, traditional IRA. Um, it sounds if you're putting $62,000 away, 
probably a high wage earner for someone to save that much money into a 401k plan. Could be. Yeah. And then from there, you're not taking the deduction. Then you could do a conversion from the 7000 non-deductible into a Roth um, if you're doing that. Uh, so, yeah, you can definitely do the traditional IRA or a Roth IRA depending on your AGI limitations. Correct. So. Let's go to page one. One. Okay, you just. Would you like me to ask right. the question? No. Okay. Okay. I would like to go to Helen. Helen. Okay. Good morning, Andy. Love to see Joe and Big Al on TV again. Well, thank you, Helen. I don't think we've left. Yeah, yeah we're still there. We're on reruns. <laughs> um, glad don't have to wait until January of next year. How many Roth IRA accounts each person can have? Thank you. Have a great day. Um, you can contribute to as many as you want, but there's the dollar figure that's what's important. Well, if if she's asking, can you have more than one Roth account? The answer is yes. You can have 100 Roth accounts. It, it, but in terms of what you contribute, that's based upon $6,000. Unless you're 50 and older, then it's uh, 7000 But yeah, you could have 10 different Roth accounts if you wanted. I, I can't really think of a reason why you'd want to, but you could if you wanted to. There's no limitation on the number of Roth accounts that you actually open up. But there is a limitation to how much you can fund into a Roth on an annual basis, and that's at $6,000 or another $1,000 catch-up if you're 50 and older. Helen is watching Encore presentations of the YMYW TV show season 5 here in San Diego on CBS 8, Sundays at 6.30 a.m. Production on season 6 should begin in January. In the meantime, if you can't get enough of YMYW, binge all five seasons of the TV show at yourmoneyyourwealth.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel and watch all of our new episodes and videos as soon as they're available. Click the link in the description of today's episode in your podcast app to go to the show notes where you'll find links to the TV show, our YouTube channel. You can also download the Roth IRA Basics white paper from the show notes for free. Find out what a Roth IRA is, how it's different than a traditional IRA, and why Kiplinger called investing in a Roth IRA one of the smartest money moves a young person can make. It's the holiday season. Perhaps the young person in your life needs a Roth IRA Basics white paper. No? Okay then. If you have money questions, click the Ask Joe and Big Al banner in the show notes and send us a voice message or an email, and the fellas will answer right here on YMYW. Okay, let's let's go to Leanne. Lene. Lene. From Alaska. Alaska. <laughs> Maybe what would probably Anchorage. That's where the most of the population is. Could be. Hi guys. Thanks for broadcasting your podcast. So much of I want you. So much of what you discuss pertains to me. Thank you. I was just thinking about Al's comment. <laughs> I have a follow-up question from a recent podcast regarding Roth conversions. Um, all right. Imagine that, Al. We talked about Roth conversions on it's, this show. It's hard to believe. My husband is 53 and I'm 49. We are self-employed and we have $1.5 million saved in, uh, about $320,000 in Roths, about $800,000 in IRAs, $250,000 in um, money market. Yeah, I'm going to say money market to you. It just says MMI, money market investment. Yes. Ah, okay. okay. Um, and then individual stocks, $100,000. bucks. All right. So let's see. In a few other accounts, HSAs, they also have a million dollars in real estate. Part of our self-employment is vacation rental property we own and manage ourselves. Uh, brings in about $100,000 annually net. 
My husband is the remodel construction business. We do not plan to retire, close our vacation rental property when we get older, but uh, my husband will slow down on the remodel business in about five years. Our annual income is about $200,000, and we have zero debt. All properties are paid for. We have a 19 and 16-year-old. College, for the most part, is saved, and we will pay for whatever we haven't saved directly. No loans. On average, we spend about 80 k per year on daily living and have invested about, um, oh, so they invest about 15 to 30 k into retirement accounts. We are interested in converting our IRAs to our Roths and would like to know if we should do that all in one year, over five years, or what period of time we should do that based on our age. I hope I've gave you a good enough background for a fun-filled answer to our question. Thanks again for making this podcast. All right. Lene, great job. First of all, 5349, $1.5 million saved in liquid assets plus another million dollars in real estate. That's fantastic. They probably look like like Joanne and Steve. What's his name? Fixer Upper? Oh, yeah. the uh, He's the remodel guy, and yeah. she's working on the business. They're self-employed. Yes, I know who you mean. You know who I'm Is that, I have no Chip. idea what you're talking Is about. Chip. 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 Yeah, Chip and Joanne. Chip and Joanne. Yeah. Come on, Andy. Get with the times. <laughs> yeah, they're from Texas. Yeah. Th- they're the Alaska version of Chip yeah. and Joanne, yeah, but it's are Leanne. Are people, or is this... No, it's Lene. Lene. L- <laughs> <laughs> Get with the program, Joe. It's always like your best friend. Yeah, Chip and Joanne do fixer-uppers in Texas. Yeah. It's actually a pretty cute show. Okay. So the husband, you know, he's a remodeler. He's buying some properties, fixing them up. Right? She's doing the vacation rentals. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love it. Making lots of money. So they make a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, which Kill, is killing fantastic. Yeah. yeah, killing it. Now, if, if they live in Anchorage, that's kind of an expensive place to live, but they're still saving a lot. They're living on about 80000 a year, so that's fantastic. So so the question is, all right, so 49 and 53, going to retire. He's going to slow down a little bit in the next five years. All right, so they're going to retire young. Yeah. Right? Or slow down. But they're not going to give up the vacation rental, so that's still going to bring in cash flow. Right. They still have that. And he'll probably maybe do some fixer-uppers, but uh, maybe not as much. <clears throat> so if um, so, that with the money, well, first of all, let's go over the IRAs. So there's 815000 in IRAs, and of that, about 465000 is inherited. You cannot convert an inherited IRA. You can only convert your own IRAs. Okay, so let's we'll get that on the table right away. So that's a little under four hundred thousand that's available to be converted. So two hundred thousand dollars of income. So the question is, all right, maybe we look at conversions, uh, converting this to a Roth. How much should they do it all in one year? What what are what, what are the things that well, um, here's, they're going to be looking at? Yeah, here's what you might think about. First of all, do not do it all in one year because you'll be in too high of a tax bracket. But with this uh, with this new Jobs and Tax Cut Act that we just had in 2018, uh, the um, 24% tax bracket for a married taxpayer goes up to about 320,000. Okay, so let's just do the math. If your income is 200,000, and I'll just say you're using the standard deduction. We'll just round it to 25,000. So that means your taxable income is 175. 
So you could convert r close to 150,000 and still stay in that 24% bracket. Now, you only have 400,000 or so to convert, so we're not talking a ton. So you could do that much, or you could, you could also you know, kind of stretch it out over a little bit. Uh, the taxes that we have right now are supposed to be in effect till th 2025. So there's a few years to do this. And I would think that would be probably a good idea. But there again, you can only convert your own IRA, not the inherited IRA. So at 49.53, they're going to slow down work in five years. Um, I would, we would probably want to take maybe a deeper dive in the tax return because they're both self-employed. Mm -hmm. You know, so there's net income, there's gross income, there's deductions and things like that. So you're just kind of the, the back of the envelope. They could be in a lot lower bracket. In, in a sense, they could be in the 22, and maybe you would just want to convert to the top of the 22. So what we would say is look at line 10 on your tax return, and then that tells you what taxable income that you're in. And then you could go to the IRS tables and see how much do you have room. So it's about $180,000 to the top of the 22% tax bracket. Yeah, it's about, what, 170, I think. 178? -ish. Yeah, something like that. -ish. You got the sheet in front of you. Yeah. I'm calling it 180. <laughs> and then. Oh, you give it to the old guy that can't read. And then, you, then I would convert maybe for sure to the top of the 22. 168. So see, well, I, I, I think they may already be in the 24. I don't know but, that. But, that's here, a, that's a, but, but here's the thing. Yeah, in terms of being self-employed, you may potentially be able to do a, a much bigger retirement account. Then you could take some of your money market and then just basically jam that into a retirement account and convert that at no cost because you're getting a deduction and then you get the conversion. Right. So, so that could be it. We've, we've done that a lot with self-employed business owners. Sure. So yeah, you have two hundred fifty thousand in cash, but maybe that cash is there to support the business. Maybe um, if it's not, if it's there for retirement, then you could set up a solo four hundred one k plan. You could set up a, a defined benefit plan. You could do all sorts of different things uh, in regards to your self employment in in uh, retirement. So set that, get your taxable income down low enough, and then you could do a, a fairly good sized conversion. So yeah, and to go even deeper, the the, the best way to answer this question, how I guess we would look at it, is what are your tax brackets for the next 15 years or longer? And that's going to help you decide how much to convert. Because, Joe, we get this question all the time. Should I convert over three years, five years, one year? And it's, it's like it's different for everybody depending upon tax brackets. And, and we do have sometimes people call us and they'll say, well, you guys always recommend Roth conversions and we don't. There's lots of cases where we wouldn't. But in this particular case, because the tax rates are lower than they have been actually in virtually any time in, in, in my career, there is some real opportunity to get dollars converted in low brackets, even in the 24% bracket. And they're young. Right. You know what I mean? And so you, you take some uh, 22, 24%. Last year, they would have, or two years ago, they probably been definitely in the 25 and yes. it could p push into uh, the 28% tax bracket. Yeah, Alaska, from my recollection, has fairly high, or no, actually, it's a, it's a I was going to say high taxes. It's not. I think it's a tax-free state. So they don't have a lot of high taxes, so they probably wouldn't be subject to Altman, but they would be probably in a 25 or 28% tax bracket under the old tax law. Which so is going to revert back in 2025. That, that's right, exactly. So Yeah, they do not have income tax. Well, hopefully that answers your question, um, but 
you know, it, it, it's all bag. It, it all depends. Well, that's you always the answer. You know what I mean? How we just start talking, work? and then we end up with, I forget it. Yeah, I don't know. Don't ask us. All right, we got uh, Dan from Pennsylvania. I love your podcast. Listen regularly. Huh. They are very informative. He's probably talking about another show. <laughs> oh, no, I was just going to say that. <laughs> you speak frequently about Roth conversions. That's why I'm YW. Oh, really? And okay. uh, there seem to be very few circumstances where you recommend against them. Okay. Well, Dan, you're absolutely correct. <laughs> I, I can think of many, which I'll go over in a, in, a, in a bit. All right. I wonder how you feel about my situation. Okay. Let's see what you got, Danny boy. 66, recently retired, fixed income, pensions and Social Security, dividends is about 140000 bucks. Got a traditional value, traditional IRA valued at $2.3 million. If I were to convert, all the money used to pay the taxes would come up from my retail accounts, which all have approximately two-thirds of their value in capital gains, which would therefore incur significant additional taxes. In addition, my Medicare premiums would be subject to surcharges, totaling as much as $525 a month for my wife and I in the years we would do this. Does this still work for me? If so, what is the right amount to convert each year? All right. What's So is he retired? Yeah, sounds like it, right? 140000 bucks. 66, recently retired, pension and social security and dividends, about 140000 That's fantastic. That's a great start. But he also says he's got a traditional IRA valued at $2.3 million. We know at age 70 and a half, Dan is going to have to pull money out. And at a 6% rate of return, that's going to be close to $3 million, I'm guessing. Is that what you're getting? At $3 million, Three point, yeah. yeah, we'll call it $3 million, then your required minimum distribution is about 120000 So now between that and your one forty, now you're at about 260000 of income. So you're talking about higher Medicare payments. Well, that's, that's for life. I mean, you can't really avoid it. <laughs> yeah. You're done, Dan. Right. Yeah. At 520, the, the, you know, $175 you're enjoying today. Yeah. It's not going to last very long. <laughs> you got four more years of that. So, but what, what Dan's talking about is at certain adjusted gross income levels, you have to pay higher Medicare taxes. There's a two-year look back. So right now in 2019, people are paying from what their income was in 2017. So, and just so you know, what those adjusted gross income amounts, and, and Dan is, uh, is Dan married? Yes. Did he say? Yep. Okay, good. So being married... Then I'll just go over a couple of them. If you make $170,000 or less, then you're in the lowest Medicare bracket, and your Part B premium is 135, and your Part D, which is for the drugs, is at zero. If you get over 170 to 214,000, I'll just do Part B. It gets to 189 dollars. If it's if it's uh, over 214 but below 267, it's 270 dollars. 267 dollars to 320, a uh, thousand of income. It's $352. The point is, the more income you make from two years ago, it's going to impact your uh, your Medicare premiums. But I'm going to say this, Dan, you're going to be in these high Medicare premiums regardless of doing nothing. So what might be a smart thing to do is to is to perhaps convert, maybe you convert up to adjusted gross income of 267, let's just say, to keep out of a, of, of a potentially higher Medicare bracket. But honest, Probably 250. Uh, honestly, when you do the math, though, 
the extra Medicare taxes that you pay compared to the lower tax brackets that we have today, I don't think are going to make me want to make a, do, have a different decision. Now, on the other hand, if we were in the old system, 2017 and before, this would put you into alternative minimum taxes probably, and so I would probably have a completely different answer. So another concern up here, though, is like, you know, when I convert, i got to pay the tax from my brokerage account, and then he's got capital gains tax that he's worried about. Yeah. So you don't do anything. You're just going to pay a lot more ordinary income tax. Yeah, later. So then you got to look out. Maybe you do 250 or something less just to stay out of the net investment income tax. Yeah, that's another good good threshold, right? And that that keeps you under the 267 for that next Medicare bracket. So that and so the 250,000, once you're over 250,000 as a married couple, adjusted gross income, now you have to pay an extra 3.8% Medicare surtax on your passive income, which is interest, dividends, capital gains, rental income and the like. Yeah, I guess it's Dan's belief to look at where does he believe if tax rates stay the same or go up, it probably makes sense to do conversions. If he believes tax rates are going to go down, then don't do them. Yeah, well, that's and that's always true, right? Right. Yeah, but let me let me just in his situation, he's a prime candidate. Yeah, but I think he was focusing on you know a, a lot of times too. People trip over you know uh, what is it. Dollars to pick up pennies? Yes, I think that's how you say it. And I think that's might what Dan might be looking at because uh, he's like, well, if I convert the whole thing, $2.3 million, it's going to cost me. Uh, you would never want to do that. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's go over that just briefly. We, we would almost never recommend converting your entire IRA because what would happen is it would put you in such a low bracket. You pay taxes at a much higher rate to stay in a much lower rate. What makes more sense is to convert enough just to stay out of higher brackets, but you want to have enough IRAs to fill up the and required minimum distributions to fill up those lower brackets. I think that's a, that's a huge misconception. We really don't advocate converting at all. It's just how much you convert is going to be based upon your tax brackets today versus in the future. Like I, I just I'll give you an example. I was just talking to a person where when we look at their retirement income, her retirement income, single taxpayer, she was barely in the 22% bracket at age 70 and a half. And then and then by by doing just a few conversions, now we can we can have her retirement income be at the top of the twelve percent bracket. So it's just a, enough conversions to stay in a lower tax bracket in the future. Right, and then you kind of take a look at all right. Well, um, what other? In, uh, there's so many different variables. I mean, I get it, Dan, because I think we like to talk about certain strategies that make the biggest impacts on people's lives, and we talk about stories in regards to taxes, Roth conversions, and blah, blah, blah. So it might sound like that's all <laughs> we, we talk want people about, to right? do. Uh, but people just hear snippets of stuff, too. And they're like, oh, well, maybe I should do a conversion. And it's the absolutely wrong thing. Right. So giving us more details, such as you have so eloquently here, yeah, I think uh, you make for a prime candidate to do a little bit of a conversion. But not all of it. Not all of it. No. Do you want to say something? No. 
That was it. I was just pointing out there's a couple of short things that you could do if you oh. have, you know. I, well, I thought Alan was going to, because he likes to continue on. Right. Yeah, but you were, you, were, you were. I was doing this you, to her, not to you, you. You were already giving me. No, the, no, no, no. I was saying to her, I was like, no, I'm not going there because Big too Al. Too much sign language. Because Big Al wants <laughs> to finish the story. I, I wanted to, but it kept me up. <laughs> All right. Great question. Andy, great job. Big Al, wonderful as always. Uh, we'll see you next week. Show's called Your Money or Well. Big Al didn't get a chance to go into situations where they don't recommend Roth conversions, but Dan is right. It's not something you often hear on YMYW. In the show notes, I have linked to the one episode I can recall in recent memory where they did say that they would not do a Roth conversion, but I want to see if you can come up with others. Click the link in the description of today's episode to go to the show notes. You can listen to the episode in question, and you can hit that Ask Joe and Big Al banner to send in your situation and see if the fellas say, I would not convert for you too. Your Money, Your Wealth is presented by Pure Financial Advisors. Click the free assessment button at yourmoneyyourwealth.com to sign up for a totally free two-meeting financial assessment, either in person or via web meeting with a certified financial planner from Pure. Pure Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor. This show does not intend to provide personalized investment advice through this broadcast and does not represent that the securities or services discussed are suitable for any investor. Investors are advised not to rely on any information contained in the broadcast in the process of making a full and informed investment decision. Andy got a compliment. Did you hear about this one, Big Al? Helen that just wrote in was asking us about Roth IRAs. She's like, I love your voice. Very warm and sexy. And the humor. And the humor when you react to Joe and Big I, Al. I was letting the sexy settle. Let's just move on past that. <laughs> so you got to let that sexiness just settle in the room. Big Al's get uncomfortable. Thank you, Helen. I appreciate it. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking about church. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't jive with that. Actually, my, my wife, my lovely wife, Annie, just went to a um, presentation at our church last night, which I couldn't go to, but it was on uh, loving your neighbors yourself. So I got I got a little lowdown on that. All right. And so I, I learned how to love you better. Okay. 